We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The KC Sports Network live postgame show is about to begin. KC Sports Network is the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. Millions of views, millions of podcast downloads, and the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. KCSN is where you want to be for news, commentary, and analysis with a collective perspective on the Kansas City Chiefs that can't be found anywhere else. With more than 15 hosts, analysts, and former players you've watched play putting out nearly 20 shows per week, KCSN is a network for today's fan. Now, it's time for the KCSN Live Postgame Show. Here's BJ Kissel. It was a good time as the Chiefs 31-13 win over the Las Vegas Raiders and secured the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. This is the KCSN Live postgame show coming to you live from Holiday Distillery and their event center here in Weston, Missouri. I'm BJ Kissel, joined by Kent Swanson and Craig Stout. Yeah, uh, This is going to be a good time. We've got our drinks here, the Bourbon Smash, the new Ben Holiday Bourbon. I uh, appreciate everybody for hanging out and spending some time with us here on this postgame show. Again, pretty stress-free game stress-free game which is exactly what we want to see as cheese fans Kent, what uh what stood out to you so far today uh, the stress-freeness of it honestly <laughs> like i you know this it was so nice to see a, a relatively clean football game i mean i think if you you know i think we spent a lot of time looking at like hey what are the things that are going to keep this team from achieving you know the ultimate goal i think there's not really very many things that you're going to point to in this game to say, all right, this is, you know, this is something that, you know, came to light again in this game. This, this football team played a very clean football game, game, both sides of the football, clean operation in the kicking game, mm-hmm. some very high level moments on special teams. It felt like the chiefs treated this like a playoff game. Like they knew what was in front of them. They knew the opportunity in front of them. And I think the entirety of this football team played a really strong, clean football game. Absolutely. I mean, uh, when when you have a game that you go through, the defense creates a couple turnovers. You get points off the turnovers. I mean, I, you, the offense moves the ball at a good clip. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Like, uh, it, it looked good. Like, all of it looked really good. I think the only complaint that we can make, Patrick Mahomes, Maybe missed a couple guys on a couple of throws. Like it could have been an even better day. Like that that that's the complaint in a game like this where you just win as handily as you do. Raiders get their only touchdown in super garbage time. I mean, like <laughs> it, it wasn't even close when the Raiders brought Oakland this in. Time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's brutal. But I mean, yeah, no, the, it 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 was a really good game all around for everybody. All right, we're gonna break this thing down. We're gonna have Maddie Lane join us in here in just a little bit. Again, Chiefs 31. 13 over the Raiders, exactly the kind of performance the Chiefs fans were hoping for going into the playoffs, which now they will get that first round by. And so they won't play till the divisional round. We'll see how it all plays out with the games taking place on Sunday to see who the Chiefs opponent is going to be. But uh, Kent, let's start with you. Just uh, individual performances that stood out to you tonight. 
Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes played a, a pretty clean game. I mean, like, I know this is like kind of the low hanging fruit, but like, yeah. let's just be honest. Like, I think he played a very clean, efficient football game. There's a couple of misses here and there, like you said, down the field. But outside of that, I think he, you know, did, good, did a good job, take, took care of the football, executed some big plays, used his legs a couple times there. Um, I think it was just a really clean performance for him as he just cements himself as uh, first off the leader in quarterback yards in the season. Uh, he was able to secure that today. Uh, and as the MVP of the 2022 season. Yeah, uh, Chris Jones. I, it's slam dunk on defense. Had an outstanding game. I mean, was was ultra motivated to close out the season really well. Gets to 15 sacks. Ties his season high for his career. I mean, we've, we've been talking all, all year about Chris Jones as a potential defensive player of the year candidate. He closes really strong. He really does. Mm. I, I, I think this is unequivocally his best season as a professional yes like he played the run ultra well under joe colin he obviously rushed the passer well we know that to be the case just his game all around he is dt1 in the nfl this year and in a season that has aaron donald in it that is very hard to do chris jones absolutely stated his case for that i i think it's i think it's a slam dunk he should be first team all pro for that well and you talk about you know the contract to to quote the wonderful therese paler mm-hmm. the contract year is undefeated and you've seen, you know, this was a big year for him in defining the relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward. Are they going to extend him? Are they going to pay him the bag? Are they going to trade him? You know, there's there's a big questions about, you know, his status with this football team. And he has made uh, this decision even harder for this football team. I mean, it was already oh, difficult. Yeah. But yeah. what he has done this year is has made that even more of a of a quandary for this team to navigate now and i mean chris jones had an absolutely unbelievable i think i genuinely i believe i think this is the best year chris jones's career uh you know knocking on the door of 30 and still just has what an an outstanding season here uh and the the chiefs needed it and it kind of felt like chris jones was one of those guys treating it like a playoff game today Mm -hmm. and he did I'm, i'm gonna say it chris jones should be on this team next year yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Two and a half sacks. He's he he trending upward at the time of the pay Chiefs him. are going into the playoffs. It's exactly what you want to see from a guy that we know is in the conversation uh, for defensive player of the year. Michael Parsons is going to probably run away with that award. Miles Garrett has a com- yeah, I, think, I think Nick Bosa is actually the, the betting favorite right now. But that's if really, you check your, draft, your DraftKings. Yeah. Ed, edge there. rushers. Yeah. Like it's yeah, edge rushers. Right. For Chris Jones to be in that conversation as a player, for him to step up the way that he does, the way that he did today with the last game that we all want to feel good about this team going into the playoffs. That was kind of the thing is like, stay healthy. Uh, hopefully Frank Clark, will get some information here and Tucker will uh, let us know as far as Frank Clark and what coach Reed says after the game, is he's dealing with a groin injury that he was declared questionable during the game and then was ruled out. Hopefully that's not serious, something that he can um, overcome. He's got an extra week now mm-hmm. uh, to get ready for that game. But uh, when you look at, you know, both sides of the ball, let's start with the offensive side, dig into this a little bit. We'll go offense, defense, then we'll bring Maddie on uh, to get his thoughts on this. But offensively, outside of Patrick Mahomes, that we talked about the first half, had like 170 yards passing, finished with 202, didn't do a lot in the second half as they kind of had this game in control as Patrick Mahomes has broken uh, the record set by Drew Brees back in 2011 that he has the most passing plus rushing yards for a quarterback in NFL history. Not bad for a quarterback that a lot of people said was going to take a step back because he lost <laughs> the most explosive player in NFL history and not to take anything away from Tyree Kill and what he brings to the table. But um, Patrick Mahomes, he brings something to the table as well. The regression has just been so grand. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, Ken, I hope he regresses like this every year. I just seriously <laughs> like, I mean, it, what he's done this year is, is remarkable. And I mean, it wasn't like the most gaudy statistics today. Like he wasn't light in the world on far statistically but like i mean this team kind of managed this game in the second half which i'm really glad they did but you know you saw him establish what he's able to do the first play of the game with the you know or the second play of the game with the vertical stretch to justin watts in a beautiful throw and um you know he gets a little creative in the red zone here you can kind of see this play down here where hey we're gonna hold on as long as we can and just kind of flip the ball to jarek mckinnon like i mean you saw the the reasons why patrick mahomes has earned the opportunity uh, to be the the league's MVP and, and win a lot of Chiefs fans money on DraftKings, um, <laughs> but nice plug there. I, I know, yeah, you know, nicely done. I, you know, I, I do what I can, but um, yeah, it's just he's put together an absolutely great performance, and and this was a clean this was a clean one today. Like I, this wasn't the most gaudy statistics across the board for the the yep. entirety of this team, but everyone took care of business, and like mm-hmm. I, you could tell the the 
the workmanlike nature that this football team showed today. I mean, it's funny to say that because they literally got into a, a, a <laughs> formation where, you know, the, the, the huddle was a literal, like, uh, you know, carousel, the carousel, as I'm calling it. But, Ooh. yeah, did you did you not nice. hear that really? Okay, no, thank you. Not. Yeah. That's- Beautiful. I, you know, I do what I can. Don't, don't don't inflate his head anymore. <laughs> Those are good. Craig though. laughed at one of my where it's credit where it's due. Craig laughed good. at one of my puns today or this week. Like I'm I'm having a good week, but no, I I just think man, I, I was just so impressed by how this team treated it. And it kind of gives you confidence heading into the playoffs that like there's more to this football team than they've maybe shown the entirety of the regular season. They're they're ready to put a full football game together, and I think you're going to see that in two weeks. Mm-hmm. because they just secured the buy. Yeah, absolutely. And it was good to see, uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't have a big day, but hits his all of his contract incentives That's this great. year. I mean, like, it, Earned it, it. if you would have told me there at the beginning of the season that Juju Smith-Schuster was going to hit every single one of those, was going to make all of that money, I, we would have all taken it. We yeah. would have said, oh, that's an outstanding year. Oh. And it was. It was. <laughs> it really was a good year. Juju Smith-Schuster also should be back. He and Chris Jones can come right back here. I'm looking at the box score. It is amazing that we're talking about the Chiefs and feeling really good about their performance. Only one receiver on this team had more than 38 yards receiving. Oh, yeah. In this no, game, that was Justin Watson from the one catch that he <laughs> one had. Catch. That was he had yards. one catch. The second leading receiver for the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, with six catches for only 38 yards. Yeah. And so for a stress-free game and, and looking at the end, if you would have said before the game started that yeah. only one receiver was going to have more than 38 yards, oh, no. it would have felt like it wasn't a stress-free game, but that yeah. ended up not being the case. No, it helps it. Isaiah Pacheco, Jet McKinnon, Ronald yeah. Jones. Ronald Jones Ronald has a good Jones. day, too. I mean, like, all three of those guys, all three of those running backs look really good. Isaiah Pacheco, running games, heating up. Are they taking vertical shots downfield? Like, this is all the stuff that we want going into the playoffs. It puts so much on defensive coordinators' plate. So, hey, good. I mean, they showed a few things. I mean, like, you know, now teams are going to have to prepare for the Chiefs literally lining up into a dance cycle. Um <laughs> Like the the teams are going to have to pre- like. Can you imagine the scout team next week preparing for the Chiefs lining up in a dance routine? Like bye 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 starts playing and they just you know. But like I I just like I don't know. Like they've they've shown enough. They've shown like and I think we talked about this the last couple of weeks. Like they've been able to show hey, no area of the field is safe with this football team. Yeah. They've established shots outside the outside the numbers. They've you know shown some ability to stretch the field a little bit there. They've run the ball effectively. Um, they ran the ball a little bit better. I mean, I think that Isaiah Pacheco explosive run late in the game kind of helped, mm-hmm. you know, th- those numbers a little bit. But they they've got all these elements and stuff that they're going to be able to pull from when the time matters. And they've flexed enough in all these areas where I feel pretty confident about this team when 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 it comes crunch time in two weeks. All right, let's get to some high level stuff on the defensive side, and then we'll bring Maddie Maddie Lane on here in a second but i think the most important thing for the chiefs as far as what we've seen over the last few weeks where they've struggled they've still been able to win the game they did not turn the ball over had only 43 yards on penalties they were good on third down uh and they took care of business they got pressure they had six sacks in this game they did exactly what you'd expect a team that's significantly better than their opponent to do which is what you want to see with this team going in again going to have the week off securing the number one seed uh with this victory let's go through defensive high level uh thoughts on what we've seen and then we'll bring maddie lane on right after this kent let's start with you jalen watson i think he put together you know we talked about it at the halftime kind of you know show that we did you know putting together a good first half i think he finished it with another good good half of football um you know it's it's kind of interesting how the Chiefs are you know having to navigate the the cornerback three you know kind of situation here because they are going to be leaning on a day three. It's crazy if you if you say it out loud, the Chiefs are going to be relying on a day three rookie cornerback to kind of handle a big workload here in the playoffs. It's either going to be Joshua Williams or going to be Jalen Watson. It's very obviously been j- trending Jalen Watson the last four or five weeks. Uh, and he showed why today again. Um, I don't know if I'm still in Craig's Thunder. I don't know if that's where you were going, no. but you know he did he did an outstanding job today, and and I think that's you know, that's that's encouraging to see. Like the Chiefs have been able to find value at the cornerback position in a very very big way this year. Uh, Jalen Watson is uh, is one of those uh, guys that you you've got to you got to be excited about because I mean like, he's the round seven pick in this cornerback yeah. group. He's the last cornerback taken of the three, and he's yeah. just playing he's playing outstanding. And maybe Nazi Johnson, but yeah, yeah, yeah. On mine, uh, for the first 12 weeks of the NFL season, uh, we watched this safety room play, uh, let's be honest, terrible. <laughs> I, they were. Yeah. They were not no, good. It's inarguable. Yeah. Uh, the, Juan Thornhill wasn't good. Justin Reed was not particularly good. We were seeing Justin Reed talking before that Cincinnati Bengals game and then put on 
frankly a terrible performance yeah. like i mean we we saw a lot out of the safety room that we didn't like over the past three weeks the safety room has gotten better yeah. and better and better and today was kind of the pinnacle of how they played yeah i, I know it's jared Stidham. yeah i know that the, the guys that are out there they're still darren waller they're still Devonte adams out there Juan thornhill and justin reed both played their best games of the year today yeah. I, I really, truly believe that. Yeah. I mean, Juan obviously has the pick to back it up. Yeah. Justin Reed has the sack to back it up. That play that Justin Reed made against Aaron Waller in the back of the end Oof. zone was phenomenal. Just well, a phenomenal play. But that wasn't even the only play for Justin yes. Reed because there was the yeah. play on the sideline where Correct. Darren Waller tried to make you – know, and I think the thing that's so encouraging about what we've seen out of Justin Reed recently – is that it's not a one, it's not a flash in the pan thing. Like right, there's yeah. a trend here of him playing a lot better football. Basically, since he opened his mouth, you know, before the Bengals game, you know, outside of that that one Bengals game, I think he's been trending in the right direction since. I don't know if that's something that refocused him or what, or if he's just getting comfortable and confident in what you know he's doing here in the Chiefs offense. I mean, or defense. And honestly, they're they're kind of using him a little bit more differently than he has, you know, yeah. in the in the first 10 games too, a little bit more closer to the line of scrimmage or blitzing him a little bit. I mean, they were willing to line him up there. They're playing Y ISO. They're playing press man against Darren Waller yeah. with Justin Reed. And, yeah. and they're, and they're Y ISO. And Justin Reed's out there just comfortably, you know, hanging. But so like I don't know. There's just like there's there's some trends there on the in, in the back end of that defense that you really like to see. And it seems like this group has taken things personally where they they were honest with themselves about the reality of what they were putting on tape mm-hmm. and they responded in a big way. And like, there's, there's no reason to complain. That's what you want to see heading into the most important games of the season. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas city. KC sports network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. It's a beautiful thing to see. Again, the Chiefs win 31-13 over the Las Vegas Raiders, looking good on both sides of the football. And right now, we're going to bring on the third member of the KC Laboratory, which will be going live Monday night. Not to break things down Monday Bring on Maddie Lane to Hi, talk Maddie. a little Chiefs and Raiders. Maddie, how you doing? Oh, what's going on, guys? I, I'm doing pretty good. I, you know, sad not to be there hanging out with you guys, but uh, that, that was a pretty fun game to watch. Maddie, you really are sad that you're hanging out. Trust me. <laughs> We're having a phenomenal time. I'm, I'm not I'm, trying to make you feel I any more sure. jealous than you are. <laughs> I am sure that you are having a great time, Kent. I would have never once doubted that you were having a blast without me, Kent. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know, though, that I really was missing out. I needed that. The Chiefs just stomped the Raiders, win the one seed. I'm feeling great. It's draft season for the next two weeks. Kent just needs to bring me down a peg or two. I get it. Now, for anybody who's not listening, we are going to the East-West Shrine Bowl in Las Vegas in a few weeks. So that's why I joked on social media that if the they're talking about a neutral site, if it's the Chiefs and Bills, if you want to put that game in Las Vegas, we will already be there. So it'll be a pheno- that. phenomenal thing Please. for us uh, doing some shows out there at the uh, the Blue Wire Live Studio at the Wynn Casino. So it should be a good time. Uh, Matty, we've just been breaking down kind of high level on both offense and defense. What stood out to you uh, on the Chiefs' performance tonight as they win 31-13 over the Raiders? Boy, uh, you know, they played pretty good. Uh, they played pretty good football, <laughs> I think, is what really stood out. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what you get. Um, I think the big thing, like, it looks like Andy Reid was, like, unloading the bag of the play call sheet here in this one. Like, he was pulling out all the stuff. And 
yes, that happened, but I think it's more, we've been talking about it the last couple weeks. The chiefs are trying to prepare situations like plays for certain situations as much as possible. So they want to practice them in a live game. You're not going to see the chiefs come out and run four trick plays in one playoff game, but (laughs) putting them on, on the film on tape, makes an opponent, you know, try to prepare for them. And then if you do want to dial up one of them or something similar, you have that live game rep. So I think you saw a lot of those things over the past couple of weeks, whether it's the trick plays, all the vertical shots we've seen the last couple of weeks, like it's been a stark uptick for the Chiefs, the heavy personnel, like they're doing things to prepare themselves for the three times they're going to use them over the next month of football. Mm. But, you know, they all work pretty well. So I, I think Andy's feeling pretty good right now. I've never been more confident that Andy Reid watches and listens to KC Sports Network than all week. I was like, you know what? I've said that they're going to blow teams out of the last five weeks, and they didn't do it. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a close game. <laughs> like, don't expect the Chiefs to come out and just be, play with their hair on fire. They're not going to be really creative. They're going to, like, save a lot of that stuff, and they come out and do the ring around the rosy mm-hmm. type of, you know, uh, huddle. Kadarisel, whatever you want to call it. The Kadarisel, thank you. The Kadarisel. Well, if you I have to keep pushing note. for it, it doesn't work. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. Just always do it. See, this is why Maddie needs to be it, here. It doesn't work. Like, I just want good. At this point, I don't care because I said going into this that my Christmas wish for the Chiefs was that Kadarius Tony would stay healthy because of the athletic, yeah. this the skill set that he has and what he brings to this offense and what Andy Reid can do creatively in being able to use oh, him. Man. I I am very I'm still to this day we joke about it. I'm still surprised that they use some of those types of plays that you would yeah. see in the playoffs, but you can't convince me that there's not counters to what well, was just shown. We're playing 4D chess is what we're watching with Andy <laughs> Reid. So you can't tell me that the creative stuff we saw tonight doesn't have some sort of counter where every team is going to have to study what they saw tonight. And th- or the biggest problem I have with this game, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going off here. Uh-oh. Colin Saunders, that poor dude. Oh, don't get me started. Mahomes twice. Throw to the back line. Twice he has been in the situation to be in a position to the play is run for him. He's going to score a touchdown. He is open and Patrick Mahomes misses him. I I hope Nate Taylor, friend of the program, asked Patrick Mahomes about how ex- upset are you that you missed that wide open receiver. Number nine. He's hard to miss. Hey, look, Colin or Colin came open late. And so like Mahomes don't tried to back on No, I'm saying late. Mahomes still missed it, but like he, he, he decided that he was burning that play too quickly. He burned he gave a up lifetime too quickly. memory opportunity for yes. all of us to be like, remember that time Colin Saunders tried to touch him? You know what? Well, we all had that H. opportunity. I, you know what? I'm going to say this. Patrick Mahomes should be stripped of the MVP for missing Colin Saunders <laughs> on the play. Well, don't tell Good that to night. BJ's DraftKings account. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe <laughs> button if you're watching. Thank you, everybody. If you hit the like button, if you hit the subscribe button, it helps us grow this channel. helps more Chiefs fans find it. During the most important month of the season, January is upon us. The Chiefs will be playing in the playoffs. They don't have as many games to play in the playoffs, which is a, a de- absolute delight for all of us sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. Three-game season. Three-game season. That's all it is to a Super Bowl. Maddie, um... Okay, so I, I like we sitting here, we're talking. It's just like it feels like this team had a different level of focus to how they operated today. Maybe it wasn't always, you know. I, I still like. I know they threw a lot out there. I don't think it's the A plus call sheet. I think they threw enough out there to force teams to prepare. Maybe there's some counters, like you said, BJ off of it. But it just feels like this team went out there. Whatever was called, they executed. Both sides of the football is a very clean performance because I think this team had a good understanding of what was in front of them. Do you share the same sentiment? Yeah, I, mean, I think in the first half to start the game, I I don't know if it was A plus, but they they put out like an A minus to A uh, play sheet and stuff. I think they were out there trying to give themselves a big lead, put themselves out ahead of the Raiders and see what happens. They have motivation, right? They win, yeah. they get the one seats. Like I think they were coming out and. With a purpose, I think the first half offense was phenomenal. I know some people are going to be upset, especially after the broadcast showed that you know Juju Smith-Schuster came open on the mm-hmm. pick route. It's like a half-read play. That ball's going to Travis Kelsey nine out of ten times because that's what the play's designed to do. Yeah. Like so, outside that play, the offense in the first half was nearly flawless, right? Like if I don't, I think they scored on every other possession they had three touchdowns. So like. I don't know. I thought the offense was great from the get-go. I think they came out with a purpose, and then they were using the vertical passing game, the heavy personnel. They were doing the things they need to do that are going to be make them successful in the playoffs. Like These last two weeks, offensively, 
we'll get to the defense next, but offensively, I couldn't be more excited as a Chiefs fan in terms of what they're showing going into the playoffs. All right, let's go to Tucker Franklin real quick. We've got an update on Frank Clark on the injury situation. Yeah, not a whole lot from Andy Reid at the podium. Kind of coy, shocker. Shock. Um, wow. But he said that Frank is dealing with a groin strain, and they just kind of held him out of the game uh, yeah. just because of groin strain. But uh, tough uh, tough to deal with that injury uh, moving forward for the class. But he'll have a yeah. couple weeks to get Hopefully over. it's not anything serious as we talk about uh, Frank Clark dealing. He would was listed as questionable uh, in the middle of the game when the injury first happened, and then was declared out after that. Yeah. Hopefully it's because the game was out of hand. Hopefully it's not too serious because it's the last thing that you want to see as the team gets ready for the playoffs and Frank and what he's done, again, fifth all-time in NFL history in <laughs> postseason sacks, and I'm not going to let that one not be mentioned. <laughs> listen, he, he's three away from second, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And if you listen to like some yeah, of his right. comments, too, like there's like a, he, I think there's a playoff Frank that he doesn't even like it. Maybe he's, maybe he is acknowledging it, but like there's playoff Frank, there's regular season Frank, and there's playoff Frank. Like there's a different version of Frank Clark ready to roll in the playoffs, like the way he's kind of talked. And like, I when don't your know. body <laughs> feels like that, and you have to play for only a month versus 18 weeks yeah. or you know 23 yeah. weeks, like that's, that's yeah. a big difference. For sure. Um, okay, so Maddie, let, let's let's look at the offensive side of the football here with you. Uh, I think we've you know we've talked a little bit here. Or the defensive side of the football. Sorry, let's look at the defensive side look, of the ball. Look at this man trying to go to offense. What, what is defense? Here, here, hold. Let me pause this thing real <laughs> quick and talk to some. We break down the game. We can talk about all this. I know. I know. I just did it. But things that really matter. We've talked about this all week. We talked about this during the halftime show. But let's bring up Tucker. Let's bring up the tweet yeah. and talk about things that matter. Demar Hamlin. Uh, the obviously Buffalo Bills defensive back that uh, we've been talking about all week, putting this tweet out earlier today and just putting at ease anyone who watches football that has any empathy or compassion in the world to the guys that step between the lines and do what they do to entertain all of us every mm -hmm. weekend. Putting out this tweet, putting love into the world comes back three times as much. Thankful for everyone who has reached out and prayed. This will make me stronger on the road to recovery. Keep praying for me again, coming from Damar Hamlin out on Twitter. Guys, there may not be a more beautiful example on it. I, I hate the fact that it always, these things always seem to happen when bad things happen, but we get to see the beautiful side of social media and eight, million dollars mm -hmm. being yeah. raised for the GoFundMe for something that DeMar Hamlin had created when he was in college long before he ever made a dollar as a sixth round pick. So let's not pretend relative to the rest of the league that this is a guy that's made a ton of money, yeah. created this foundation to help uh, toys for Christmas for kids mm -hmm. um, when he was in college before he ever made a dollar. Uh, and to see that GoFundMe blow up the way that it, it has uh, over $8 million. I would, I, I can't wait to read the stories about, how DeMar Hamlin has learned about the way in which the mm. football watching world has rallied behind, behind uh, not only Buffalo bills, but this entire situation and what he is going through prayers to him that he continues to receive good news. But that tweet right there is just a, a beautiful thing to see. Absolutely. It, it's just, man. And you see the way, like, I think the cool thing is, is you see the way that the NFL community and, and, and by extension of the NFL community, every single fan that loves the game yeah. of football has responded. And, you know, I, I, the beautiful, you know, um, coordination between the rest of the league in their response to how they're taking care of this kind of just speaks to the humanity of this league. And, you know, a lot of people talk about like the rivalries and stuff and like the, the bitterness that a lot of, you know, maybe, you know, past, um, you know, past players held. But I, I love the version of the NFL that has a lot of more, like a lot of respect for each other yeah. and a lot of, a lot of love and appreciation for it. you see the summits that are happening with different positions mm -hmm. and stuff like that too i love the community that is built for these nfl players because they deserve it yeah. they're they're putting their lives out on the line and i just really respect how they've all rallied around this guy and i think it speaks to you know where the league is at in a lot of different ways too and he was a leader we got to see him at the senior bowl well you know in person and we got to see him lead that defense and the amount of respect that he gained from the individuals that he was on the field with for less than a week you know it was immediate it really was and i know that people are going to look at his draft status and look at the way that you know, you know, the way that he's not necessarily contributed in the same way that some of those other starting safeties for the Buffalo Bills have. But it, it, the, the respect, it, it just kind of puts it all in perspective when stuff like this happens, that you get to see these guys and the way that they have genuine love for each other and mm -hmm. genuine care for each other. And so it's cool to see that in this sort of moment, social media, stuff like that. Yeah. Can come actually through in a good way. There's so much negative that goes around in social media <laughs> that it's it's always a positive when you see the beautiful side of it come together and you realize there's a lot more good out there uh, than there is anything else, mm -hmm. which isn't always the case uh, when you talk about with social media. So uh, 
on that note, let's let's raise our glasses. Um, do the the toast game uh, presented by our friends at Holiday Distillery, and I'm gonna do this one to Demar Hamlin. Yeah, uh, just to start with the that's a good one. That right there, like it's again not a great reminder. And if, if you talk to former players and, and for myself personally to get a little emotional here, like to be around these guys and to know what they put themselves through physically uh, to be out there on the field, uh, it, it, it's different and it hits you different when, when you get to know these guys and, and Mike DeVito and Jeff Allen uh, mm-hmm. talked about it this week, but to just see uh, the NFL world and that fraternity of people come together for what these guys do to entertain all of us in a way that no other sport uh, in this country does. Uh, you need to remember that these guys are human. And that the, they've got families and they've got situations that they're dealing with. And, um, you know, prayers can, to continue to receive good news. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to say, but, um, you know, these guys do a lot for us. And uh, the more that we can remember that they're human and that they, they mm-hmm. put themselves on the line to do something that they love and they're passionate about, uh, but that there's also a risk to what they do. And so it's beautiful to see, um, you know, the world come together uh, to support him with all the prayers and everything. But, uh, but I'm raising my glass to DeMar Hamlin. Cheers. We going around? All right. So let's not forget that Patrick Levon Mahomes. Of course, you're going to go there. I don't go there. Let's not forget about it. Let's not forget that Patrick Mahomes is is a quarterback. Yep. We won't. Real quick. First, I saw this tweet earlier on a thread that I tweeted out. So I I apologize in the moment. I don't remember who to give credit to, but go to my social media, give credit to it. He'll be the first player in NFL history to receive two MVP awards and a Super Bowl MVP before they're 30. And he's 27 and he's 27 years. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't. I actually do a pretty good job of tempering the Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Yes. No, he Are does. Sure? I, 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 leave it up, I leave it up to you guys on these situations. I'm not this week. Patrick LeVon Mahomes is getting my toast game. He is the uh, – he's uh, generated the most yards – in the history of the NFL, in one season by a quarterback, he surpasses Drew Brees because Drew Brees can't run. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes can, and Patrick Mahomes can do a lot more than throwing into the flat like Drew Brees did late in his career. Patrick LeVon Mahomes is my toast game today. You hate Drew Brees. I, yeah, I don't hate him. Okay, I don't I'm, hate him. I'm going to use mine for a player that we haven't talked about yet. Um, I'm going to use mine for a guy along the defensive line that has played really well as of late. Uh, This defensive line was stellar today. Yet again, (laughs) this is going in to the playoffs. The best defensive line in Steve Spagnuolo's Kansas city chiefs history. It's unequivocal. You can't argue it. This is the best one. Mike Dana, two strip sacks today. Mike Dana has had himself a hell of a season. I know people are going to look at the box score stats and be like, eh, you know, that's fine. They didn't show up. They didn't show up in the same way that they have for other guys. He has done the yeoman's work all season long, and he has made his opportunities count at every single opportunity. I am so glad that he got both of those strip sacks today because he has deserved a lot of those this season, and he was able to actually execute, tally them up today. So cheers, Mike Dana. Mike Dana. What you got, Matt? All right, Matty. I'm going to do a twofer, and you can't stop me, Kent. Okay, so, let's do it. First <laughs> and foremost, Toast Game, shout out to all those people on social media that love digging up old receipts and retweeting them because you guys are having a heyday right now. <laughs> Twitter is a disaster. Every other oh, tweet no. being sent right now is coming from, like, March or July, <laughs> and everybody retweets all the AFC West predictions. So, like, shout out to those people because people that like to keep receipts are having a blast right now. <laughs> and, you know, it's not my thing, but it's mildly funny when this many people are doing it at once. So that's the first dose. To receipts. <laughs> to receipts. <laughs> to keeping receipts. <laughs> and then second, you talked about him a little bit, but uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Chiefs lose Tyreek Hill, and that clearly mattered. Not as much as some people thought, but the Chiefs found a way to get over it and still have the league's best offense. But then they bring in Kadarius Toney. And, I mean, one, the impact having him available or McCole Hardman makes such a difference as we see in the red zone on third downs. But when he gets the ball in his hands, you are lying to yourself if you don't get a little bit of Tyreek Hill Mm -hmm. has the ball in his hands tingly as he starts making (laughs) these cuts 
and starts, you know, yeah. accelerating up the field. He's just, he is the epitome of a dynamic football player. He just kind of moves differently than everybody else out there on the field. So yeah, as a Chiefs fan, we're kind of numb to crazy plays because of Patrick LeVon Mahomes, who can't, doesn't talk about. Ever. But when Kadarius Tony gets the ball, you kind of, you get a different kind of, like, you know, you just get really excited to watch what's about to happen. So, you know, shout out to him for having another great game. The stats aren't great, but boy, the, the highlight reel is going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. All right, and we're going to get into our final segment here to get thoughts on how this propels the Chiefs going forward. Obviously, they get the bye week, earning the number one seed in the AFC right now. But uh, shout out honorable mention, uh, Harrison Butker and the Chiefs field goal slash extra point. The operation, unit, baby. The operation <laughs> going four for four on extra points and then one for one on the field goals. That's what you wanted to see. I know it's a little tongue-in-cheek right now, but is it? Listen, they, they executed five times perfectly tonight is exactly yeah. what I want to see. Obviously, as the controlled environment uh, out there in Las Vegas, taking care of business and going undefeated in the AFC West again as the Andy Reid and the Chiefs continue to, to dominate this division. And and Maddie, I, I know that a lot of, at least for me personally, can, can attest to this, being there in person for that win against the Chargers where I just lost my mind. That was where I felt like, listen, all the receipts <laughs> should come out right now. <laughs> Love the fact that it is happening uh, tonight again as the Chiefs dominate the Raiders 31-13, win 14 games for the second time under Andy Reid in Chiefs history, the second time over the last 10 years the Chiefs had achieved that let's go a little bit about moving forward you know what we're going to switch it up we're going to go craig we're going to go to you first as far as what you saw tonight and what you want to see from tonight and what it means going forward as the chiefs have that bye week and then figure out who they're going to face in the division round of the afc playoffs i mean i you gave me the low-hanging fruit do that again (laughs) do that again especially on defense safety play was great defensive line plays continue to be great the linebackers didn't have their best game of the season, but we've seen them be much better than this. You know, get in sync with everything, and this defense can come up with enough stops for this offense to be like it is today. It doesn't have to be gaudy stats where they're just blowing the doors off of the defense. It can be methodical, it can be time-consuming, and it can be comfortable like this. This is so confident going into the playoffs to see an offense and a defense both playing at the level that they are right this very moment. I know that we are just a few weeks removed from a Houston Texans overtime game. I, I understand that but it feels comfortable, it feels confident, and it feels like a team that, frankly, is ready to do some damage in the playoffs. So I'm excited. I think that this game is a massive building block for this team going into the playoffs. You know, it's kind of weird with this football team because you always have to continually parse what matters and what doesn't. Yes. Because this team has such big, lofty goals, and they've achieved so much in the Patrick Mahomes era that – you know, there's probably some times where, yeah, they they let a bad team hang around. And so you've kind of got to navigate what what matters and what doesn't. Well, I think, you know, you, 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 sp- you talked a little bit about the safety position. Yes, absolutely. Like you're seeing this team, this group peak at the right time. I think you're seeing some things kind of peak at the right time. And Mahomes, I think, played a very strong game across the board. And that's always going to be the constant. Everything else around him needs to play well and play, you know, at a high level. And good things are going to happen for this football team. Um, one thing just when we're talking about moving forward, I think one thing that's very valuable and like, I think the, the, the thing that we don't talk enough about when it comes to the, you know, and it's not just the one seed and the bye week is so crucial. The chiefs are guaranteed to only play one of the bills or the Bengals. Yep. Yep. And that's really a massive, massive win here for this football team, because one of those teams is going to most likely it's going to be Bengals bills for the right to play the chiefs. Yeah. the AFC championship game. That's a big emotional football game for, you know, for them. And obviously they, they and that, and I'm not even talking about everything that we've experienced sure. in the sure, last sure, sure. week. That's a big game. And now these two teams are going to have to, you know, battle it out and then come, come play Kansas city. Um, the, the one seat's been so crucial. I know some people are very disappointed in the fact that the chiefs don't have uh, a home field advantage in the AFC championship game. I could care less. I'll be honest. I think everything about, the opportunity that they've been given here as a result of everything that's happened and taking advantage of it. It's huge. They're going to be healthy. They've got one less game to make the AFC championship and they only have to play one of the bills and the Bengals. The fact that 
I just said John Miller tweet right there, uh, or comment right there that Jet has more touchdowns than Tyreek. One of the things I was going to mention <laughs> crazy. is that, uh, t- yeah, J- Jarek McKinnon, I believe, has nine touchdown receptions uh, so far. He had eight going into this game. I believe that was his ninth, and yep. Terry Kill has seven. Not to compare the two guys as players, uh, but again, making more of the case for Patrick Mahomes to be the MVP. We're going to spend about five minutes answering your questions for anybody who's watching live. If you've got questions, comments, bring those up. Uh, shoot us those, whether you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're watching. Uh, Ross Sawyer, you guys should do <laughs> the end recording on a snow. Yeah, you guys should. The AFC West. Uh, we talked about trying to figure out how to do the, uh, what do you call it? The, the Cadarasel. The Cadarasel. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. Oh, how, how do you quit, quit, no. figure this stuff no, out so no. quickly? My brain does not work that way. But yeah. let us know. Do Tucker's going to bring those up, and he's going to bring up any information that he's got from Twitter as the postgame press conferences are going on. As we got the information from uh, Coach Reed regarding Frank Clark. Hopefully, he's got a couple weeks. We need Frank Clark again, fifth all-time in NFL postseason history in terms of sacks keep mentioning that but uh, a couple of the records there's going to be more than this i know travis kelsey had a couple i don't want to comment on that because uh, i don't know off the top of my head but i know that the chiefs franchise history most 300 yard offensive performances as a team ever uh, this season supposed to be a down year and patrick mahomes he mentioned kent mentioned it earlier uh, the most passing plus rushing yards for a quarterback in NFL history, uh, surpassing Drew Brees' 2011 season is what Patrick Mahomes did in the season that a lot of analysts thought he was going to take a step back because including, I believe it was Chris Harris, the Chargers defensive back, said yeah. some guys are going to get exposed. Uh, it was Keenan no, Allen. Keenan I'm sorry. Allen. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Chargers oh, put that Keenan on Allen. former KU Jayhawk. Um, yeah, I see that your bias is showing. <laughs> That's a whole different story. <laughs> Hold it for sure. You're talking about the Big 12 champs. Champs are here. Uh, let's talk. Second oh, best team in the Big 12. Keenan Allen saying some guys are going to get exposed. And that was as Tyreek Hill got traded. Some guys were exposed, and it wasn't the Chiefs as they won the division for the 87th year in a row. And Tuck, all of that. Tucker, you did have something, though. Yeah, I just saw this tweet or cool. this this quote from uh, Patrick Mahomes. It jumped off to me. Uh, he says that Canarius Tony moves laterally different than any player he's ever played with. Ooh. Oh. We love to see it. It's true, though. I mean, I bet the Chiefs want to have to get rid of a ping pong table. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the players aren't going to be able to play with that ping pong table in a week because their season's going to be over anyway. (laughs) Hey, hey, you guys. I don't know how to react to this. We can flex. Hey, we can flex. The Chiefs Chiefs are the one seed. A fucking ping pong table. There is absolutely nothing for the Chiefs to worry about tomorrow. Hmm. Week yeah. 18. Just enjoy it. It's Sunday football. This is the most relaxing Sunday of football that you are going to have. Oh, until next week when the Chiefs also don't play because <laughs> they got the one seed. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Two weeks of uninterrupted draft talk oh, and watching college prospects. Like this is let's go. This is like the Super Bowl for me right now. Yeah. Like, well, buddy, like I told Tuck earlier, it's the next two weeks are all frogs and all college football prospects. That's all it is for the next two weeks. Baby. I've been nothing but a freaking annoyed that how much everybody <laughs> at KCSN is rooting for TCU. What? KC? What? Are you rooting for Georgia? Absurd. No, I'm rooting for TCU in this game. But when they were going to the Big 12 championship game, you guys are still rooting for TCU, which I am not going to get over. It's the frogs are America's over. team, man. It's going to take <laughs> – st- I can't even Kendrick push him. Now that they're playing they for the Big 12 it. championship, Tucker's got something. Another TCU Keep fan. Keep us on track, Let's Tucker. Bring it. If you talk about TCU, I'm – Turning this thing off. I'm not going to talk do. about the froggies. Uh, Patrick Mahomes says the spinning huddle play is actually called reindeer personnel, Arctic circle, snow globe, and said that he called snow globe for short. It's been in the playbook since last season. Love it. I can't wait to talk to Nate Taylor from the athletic on Tuesday's report to see if they've ever seen this play at any practice they've been allowed to cover. Because if I saw something like that at training camp, I wouldn't necessarily, you can't sweep. Like you're not going to tweet, <laughs> yeah, especially. Yeah. But, it, like, but, but everybody that. you know would have known that you feed. saw that. Oh, you guys <laughs> talked about uh, oh, Tucker I, I, is very excited. He's got had, his, oh, nope, okay. Tucker's got his hand up. That means it's also from Charles Goodman. Uh, that last year was from Charles Goodman as well. Uh, this one, Patrick Goldman. Mahomes on his. Yeah, my bad. Wow. Uh, having a stroke. 
Colin Saunders as a receiver. This is on Patrick Mahomes. I've got to give him a better chance. He actually has really good hands, but I don't know about his vertical. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Patrick, throw him the damn ball. Just Keyshawn Johnson, just throw me the damn ball. Fuck I got it. Poor Colin Saunders. He better catch a touchdown in the postseason. Because that guy. Patrick Mahomes, uh, real another thing, real quick. His last game against TCU, twenty-four of thirty-nine with two touchdowns. <laughs> Best to ever do it in a win. Seven years old in a win. It's not even <laughs> arguable, about Colin. At this point, I I, I don't see- want to talk about Colin. I'm just gonna start swearing. I apologize, <laughs> everybody's watching this with kids. Hit the like and subscribe button if you're watching this, please. It helps us grow the channel. All right, so we got two Patrick minutes Mahomes left. last game against Kansas State was 500 yards and two touchdowns. So just <laughs> that one out there in the world, too. Whose last game? I didn't catch that. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes against Mahomes K-State. Last game against K-State was just 500 yards and two touchdowns. Talking about the they Big lost. 12 chance. Put a little fucking respect on that name, okay? <laughs> they beat your TCU first. TCU wins the national title. K-State gets the Big 12. Thank you, Blake. They get the Big 12 chance. You know they scored. both walk away. Care. Kendra Miller scored in overtime. Bad refing. <laughs> so anyway you guys talked about counters earlier off of the trick plays i was gonna say the um the snow snow globe play <laughs> the snow globe play upset. justin watson was on the left ran in an over route all the way yep. back to the right side yep. there's probably your counter off of it is instead of throwing it back to tony they might try just to throw it actually a normal route to a receiver crossing no offensive lineman went downfield. It would have been fine. So I just I noticed that when I got to see the dots. The dots were very telling and fun on that play. I just there uh, there was it was. TCU fan, I'm cutting you off. All right, we got two questions left that we're going to respond. Let Tucker know we're going to respond to those before we end the show again. Appreciate everybody for hanging out and appreciate Holiday Distillery yeah. for letting us use. Again, we're hanging out in Weston, Missouri at the Holiday Event Center. If you're looking for a place to hang out, take a tour of the distillery with the new Ben Holiday bottle and bonded bourbon made here right here in missouri it is a beautiful place one of my favorite places to be huge sponsor of kc sports network and we appreciate everything that patrick and the entire crew uh does for us here but uh let's bring up a couple of questions or comments that we can respond to john r asks are there any concerns going into the playoffs i I got it one i got one it's it's still going to be turnover differential and Mm -hmm. it's just it's just a matter of hey look if when this offense protects the football no one can stop them uh, I don't know if you're going to lean on this defense to turn the ball over too much. Sorry, Craig. But if this team protects the football, I think good things are going to happen. And so I, I think ball security um, for everyone. I mean, Mahomes too, but like you're, you're mostly worried about, hey, everyone surrounding Patrick Mahomes, ball security. Take care of the football. Good things are going to happen uh, in January and February. Uh, for me, um, I, I, I hope that what we've seen is real. Like it's been building towards this throughout the rest of the end of the season. We have seen this countless times out of Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo. Make it be real. Uh, There's been some question marks throughout the season. Is this effective against good teams? Do we, do we see this a good against good offenses or good defenses? I want to see it in the playoffs and I want to see it against that because it's awesome to beat up on the Raiders. Trust me. It it feels great to beat up on the Raiders and the Broncos, but I want to see it against the Bills. I want to see it against the Bengals. I want to see it against some really good offenses. I want to see that. Yeah. My two big concerns going into this game, turnovers. It was the defensive backs. It was the safety position. We saw Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill play two of the better games of their season. And curious to see the advanced analytics and go back and watch this game about what they got. And then the special teams Mm -hmm. to see. And and it's almost like comical at this point that we talked about Harrison Bucker going four for four and extra points, hitting his field goal. We wanted to see that kind of confidence going into the playoffs in the games that we know. I love the fact that they're only going to face the Bengals or the Bills. Yeah. And they've got two games to make it to the Super Bowl. They're going to only have to face one of those teams. But you wanted to see those guys in games that you assume are going to be close and or a field goal is going to make it a two possession game. Whatever the situation we get into the playoffs, you're going to want to see that operation between James Winchester, Tommy Townsend and Harrison Bucker be successful. We saw it tonight uh, against the Raiders, and that's exactly what you want to see. For me, the concerns just the the middle of the field pass defense is still highly suspect. Um, the last time you know the Chiefs lost the game to the Bengals, they tore them up there. Even the Broncos and Jarrett Stidham had success throwing over the middle of the field. So it's something to keep an eye on. The Chiefs linebacker room is not great in coverage. 
Trey McDuffie, I love as an, as an outside corner in the slot. It's been a little bit more up and down. Now, it's hard to tell because it looked like the Chiefs were dialing back into some zone stuff. So maybe he was getting beat out of a relatively static zone. But he's looked better on the outside than in the slot to me so far this year. So just the middle of the field pass defense still looks very suspect. If the Chiefs aren't you know operating or executing at top tier on the offensive side, it's, they seem a little susceptible to giving up too many points to good offenses. So hopefully as the safety play continues to improve that middle of the field pass defense starts to go up as well. All right, let's wrap this up. Please hit that like and subscribe button. We'll have plenty more content getting you ready for uh, the playoffs and we'll have plenty of content here at KC sports. Now we've got about 15 shows a week uh, that will get you ready from plenty of different perspectives. It really curious here, Mike DeVito, Jeff Allen, yeah. uh, two former chiefs that played for Andy Reid, getting ready to uh, go into the playoffs the way they handle these types of things is that both of those guys would know. Let's get final thoughts. Kent, let's start with you. The AFC West spent a billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> trying to stop the Chiefs. They won zero games. And the Kansas City Chiefs locked up the AFC West before Christmas. Mic drop. <laughs> great, the great AFC spent a lot more money than that. <laughs> and made trades and signed all kinds of players. And the Chiefs are still the one seed. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes is still the MVP. Down year. Haters are furious. Gosh, the haters Maddie, are so furious. Maddie, what do you got? I, you know, I just, you know, we'll just reiterate what everybody else said. The rest of the AFC is out here trying to add all these pieces, get pieces traded out of Kansas City, get off tweets, talk about people being exposed. <laughs> and guess what? Here we are sitting here, January 7th. And who's the number one seed, Kent? Craig, uh, do you know? Does anyone Kansas know? Chiefs. It's the Kansas the City Chiefs. Kansas City yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be Pat. Love to see it. Appreciate everybody for hanging out for this episode of the KCSN live post game show. Again, we'll have more content coming for you from KC sports network. We appreciate everybody here at holiday distillery for being gracious. So appreciate everybody, uh, all our subscribers for coming to hang out. It was a phenomenal time. It was great hanging out with a lot of our subscribers that came up to Western Missouri to watch this game. We'll do more of these going forward. But again, hit that like and subscribe button. Appreciate everybody. Enjoy the time off and getting ready for a Mm. very stress-free Sunday, knowing that nothing that happens is severely in any kind of way going to affect the Chiefs besides what happens after the first round of the wild card playoffs as far as who is the Chiefs play. But we appreciate everybody for hanging out. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.